Section 10 of The Glories of Ireland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kate Vollis. The Glories of Ireland. Edited by Joseph Dunn and P.J. Lennox. Irish Manuscripts by Lewis Eli O'Carroll. B.A. B.L. In the dark ages of Europe, whilst new civilizations were in the making, and all was unrest, art and religion, like the lamp of the sanctuary, burned brightly and steadily in Ireland, and their rays penetrated the outer gloom. Scattered through the libraries of Europe are the priceless manuscripts limned by Irish scribes. The earliest missionaries to the continent, disciples of St. Columbanus and St. Gall, doubtless brought with them into exile beautiful books, which they or their brothers of the parent monastery had wrought in a labor of love, or mayhap many a monk crossed the seas, bearing the treasured volumes into hiding from the spoiling hands of the Dane. Yet, fortunately, in the island home where their beauty was born, the most superb volumes still remain. From almost prehistoric times, the Irish were skilled artificers in gold and bronze, and, at the advent of Christianity, had already evolved and perfected that unique system of geometrical ornament which is known as Celtic design. The original and essential features of this system consisted in the use of spirals and interlacing strapwork, but later on this type was developed by transforming the geometrical fret into a scheme of imaginary or nondescript animals, portions of which, such as the tails and ears, were prolonged and woven in exquisite fancy through the border. The artistic features of Celtic book decoration consist chiefly of initial letters of this nature, embellished with colour. Amongst the ancient Irish there was a keen knowledge of colour, and an exceptional appreciation of colour values. Thus it was that in the early centuries of Christian Ireland the learned monks, transcribing the Gospels and longing to make the book beautiful, were able to bring to their task an artistic skill which was hereditary and almost instinctive the colours which they used were mostly derived from mineral substances and the black was carbon made it is conjectured from charred fish bones but with them was combined some gummy material which made them cling softly to the vellum and has held for us their lustre for more than a thousand years it is noteworthy that neither gold nor silver was used for book decoration and this would appear to be a deliberate avoidance of the glitter and glare which distinguish eastern art the book of duro in the library of trinity college dublin is the oldest specimen of celtic illumination and if not the work of st columcill is certainly of as early a date 
each of the gospels opens with a beautiful initial succeeded by letters of gradually diminishing size and there are full-page decorations embodying such subjects as the symbols of the evangelists the colors are rich and vivid and all the designs are of the purest and most celtic character the gospels of macregal now in the bodleian library oxford is the work of an abbot of burr who died a d eight hundred twenty it is a volume of unusually large size copiously ornamented with masterly designs and containing illuminated portraits of saints mark luke and john the first part of the book with the portrait of saint matthew is missing the book of kells in the library of t c d is the all-surpassing masterpiece of celtic illuminative art and is acknowledged to be the most beautiful book in the world this copy of the four gospels was long deemed to have been made by the saintly hands of columcill though it probably belongs to the eighth century into its pages are woven such a wealth of ornament such an ecstasy of art and such a miracle of design that the book is to-day not only one of ireland's greatest glories but one of the world's wonders after twelve centuries the ink is as black and lustrous and the colours are as fresh and soft as though but the work of yesterday the whole range of colours is there green blue crimson scarlet yellow purple violet and the same colour is at times varied in tone and depth and shade thereby achieving a more exquisite combination and effect in addition to the numerous decorative pages and marvellous initials there are portraits of the evangelists and full-page miniatures of the temptation of christ his seizure by the jews and the madonna and child surrounded by angels with censers exceptionally beautiful are these angels and other angelic figures throughout the book their wings shining with glowing colours amid woven patterns of graceful design the portraits and miniatures and the numerous faces centred in initial letters are not to be adjudged by the standard of anatomical drawing and delineation of the human figure but rather by their effect as part of a scheme of ornamentation for the celtic illuminator was imaginative rather than realistic and aimed altogether at achieving beauty by means of colour and design the book of kells is the mecca of the illuminative artist but it is the despair of the copyist the patience and skill of the olden scribe have baffled the imitator for on an examination with a magnifying glass it has been found that in a space of a quarter of an inch there are no fewer than a hundred and fifty-eight interlacements of a ribbon pattern of white lines edged by black ones on a black ground surely this is the manuscript which was shown to geraldus cambrensis towards the close of the twelfth century and of whose illuminations he speaks with glowing enthusiasm they were he says supposed to have been produced by the direction of an angel at the prayer of st bridget the gospels of macdernan now in the archbishop's library at lambeth 
is a small and beautiful volume which was executed by an abbot of armagh who died in the year eight hundred ninety one a full-page picture of the evangelist precedes each gospel and a composite border frames each miniature in a bewildering pattern of intertwining strapwork and wonderful designs of imaginary beasts ornamental capitals and rich borders give a special beauty to the initial pages of the gospels the book of armagh in the library of t c d was carefully guarded and specially venerated through the ages in the erroneous belief that it was in part the handiwork of st patrick it was written about the year eight hundred and would appear to have been copied from documents actually written by the patron saint of ireland the book is exceptionally interesting by reason of the fact that it contains st patrick's confession that beautiful story of how he found his mission how the captive grew to love his captors and how after his escape he came back to them bearing the lamp of holy faith although the ornamentation of the manuscript is infrequent there are occasional beautiful examples which compare in richness with those in the book of kells the liber hymnorum in the franciscan monastery dublin contains a number of hymns associated with the names of irish saints the ornamentation consists of coloured initials designed with a striking use of fanciful animal figures interlaced and twined with delightful freedom around the main structural body the garland of house and the stowe missal both in trinity college library belong to the eighth century and are beautiful examples of early illuminative art the former which is very incomplete has only two ornamental pages left each containing figure representations inserted in the decorative work the gospels of st chad in the cathedral library at lichfield and the gospels of lindisfarne which are the glory of the british museum form striking examples of the influence of celtic art st chad was educated in ireland in the school of st finian where he acquired his training in book decoration the gospels of lindisfarne were produced by the monks of iona where st columcill founded his great school of religion art and learning this latter manuscript is second only to the book of kells in its glory of illuminative design and from its distinctive scheme of colours the tones of which are light and bright and gay it forms a contrast to the quieter shades and the solemn dignity of the more famous volume the book of the dun cow the book of leinster and the other great manuscripts of the eleventh twelfth and thirteenth centuries are interesting as literature rather than as art for they tell the history of ancient erin and have garnered her olden legends and romantic tales it is only the gospels and other manuscripts of religious subjects that are illuminated in the apparel of the ancient irish the number of colours marked the social rank the king might wear seven colours poets and learned men six five colours were permitted in the clothes of chieftains and thus grading down to the servant who might wear but one all this the scribe knew well we can picture the humble servant of god 
clad in a coarse robe of a single colour deep in his chosen labour of recording the life and teachings of his master and striving to endow this record with the glory of the seven colours which were rightly due to a king alone as we gaze on his work to-day its beauty is instinct with life and the patient love that gave it birth seems to cling to it still the white magic of the artist's holy hands has bridged the span of a thousand years references o'curry lectures on the manuscript materials of ancient irish history dublin eighteen sixty one brun an inquiry into the art of the illuminated manuscripts of the middle ages part one celtic illuminated manuscripts edinburgh eighteen ninety seven robinson celtic illuminative art in the gospels of duro lindisfarne and kells dublin nineteen hundred eight westwood the book of kells a lecture given in oxford november eighteen eighty six dublin eighteen eighty seven Gugod, Repertoire des facsimiles des manuscripts irlandais, Paris, 1913. End of section 10.